Hear ye, hear ye, word nerds. Be forewarned that this podcast contains saucy language of the modern and early modern varieties. So plan your listening accordingly. Or don't. That's a choice that you can make. But don't say we didn't warn you. Oh, okay. Are you ready? Oh, man. I mean, yeah. I... <coughs> Hang on. The minute I say I'm good, <laughs> I... COVID goes, no. Yeah. Mm, pardon me. Yeah. Would you like some mucus? Yes, please. I mean, man cannot survive on mucus alone? That is true. <laughs> that is a scientific fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of bummed out that I sound like this for our last record. I think you sound sexy. Do I? Yeah. I have a chesty, like, chanteuse voice. Yes. Right now. Also, like, ugh, chanteuse. What a good word. Um, yeah, man. Let's do this. All righty. Welcome to the Hurly Burly Shakespeare Show. Ooh. Yeah, we are your hosts, Jess Hamlet and... And uh, sexy voiced yes. Aubrey Whitlock. Mm. Thank mm. you, COVID. Um, and together we are Hamlet. Ooh, that was even flemmier than usual. I liked it though. Uh, and and uh, this week it's uh, bittersweet because you know it's our last episode. It is uh, this one we're calling it Ten Things We Love About Shakespeare yeah. and Us," and, you know, and the pod. So we're we're taking you know we're flipping the coin from last time, and and celebrating the stuff that we like. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We we hope that you enjoy the show, and we hope that you continue to like go through our back catalog. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listen around with whatever strikes your fancy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the catalog will remain. It even shall. Even though we, we will not. I mean, we will. <laughs> we will we're not dying. We are going to disappear <laughs> into the night. Yeah, we're good. We'll be around. We're, we're, we're on Twitter. We're in the places that you have always found us before. We're going to um, go full method Shakespeare and just drop off the grid for like 10 the years. lost years yeah we're gonna we're gonna mm. enter our own lost years period and you will not know where we are a wild bacchanal can we go poach some deer yes but don't tell anyone where no 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 we can't we just that need would, we can't be findable that's no. the point I mean, and we're gonna have yeah, we're gonna have like a really creative like renaissance, and then mm-hmm. in like a hundred years, some <laughs> bitches are gonna come out of the woodwork and be like, "Those bitches aren't who they say they are. <laughs> <laughs> they were fake, and you know they were fake because of reasons because that we they can't know yet. Educated enough, mm-hmm. and to that I definitely say, not. Between the two of us, we have approximately eleven billion degrees. <laughs> So the the noise yeah. you're hearing is yeah. she's having little puppy dreams. Oh no. She's <laughs> she's napping behind me. She's oh, barking at I don't know bunnies. Baby girl. In her sleep. She's the best. Boo can Even come in with her sleep. In yes, dear. She definitely will. Yeah. Even in her sleep she finds a way to disrupt the recording yeah. though. It's like she's classic perfect. move she is. Yeah, she's perfect. She's perfect. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're about to embark on our lost years period. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in, in the technological age that we're in, you well, you'll definitely be able to find us even if you didn't want to, because I don't know how to get lost. <laughs> I don't know how to actually make myself disappear. I haven't watched enough spy yeah. shows for that. Oh, yeah, it'll be good. It'll yeah. be good. We'll have a good time. All it'll right. Well, um, OK. Let's let's, yeah, let's kick it off, man. Let's kick it off. Ten yeah. things we love about Shakespeare and this podcast and us. And yeah. things. Yes. Um, so the first thing that I love is also maybe <laughs> the only thing I love, which is not true. There's so much I love about Shakespeare, but um 
while thinking about it over the last two weeks, this was the only thing I could come up with. I love the language. People, people over the years have been like, you know, what do you love about Shakespeare? Why do you love Shakespeare? And it's just the language, the, mm-hmm. the sheer virtuosity of mm-hmm. what he and his collaborators have done with the English language speaks to my soul in ways that not much else outside of Indiana Jones, Star Wars and the Muppets does or do. Um, (laughs) The only tattoo I have and the one that I thought about for 22 years is Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. You know, it's Coriolanus, which like if you had asked me like which play would I get tattooed in my body? Like I would never have said Coriolanus. It's not like (laughs) the worst one, but it's (laughs) Coriolanus is in my bottom third for sure. I, I can't, I cannot articulate really anything more than it it just is so sweeping and beautiful mm-hmm. and funny and witty and like he he does it all right like it, mm-hmm. we can have these soaring heights of of gorgeousness and and mm-hmm. symphonic language and then we can have things like bok 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 <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. lives of winter yeah. um, you know like yep. we we can we can have uh, a clown holding forth on mustard and pancakes yep. and and we can have you know the bright day is done and we are for the dark which ugh, is one of my favorite lines from that's from antony and cleopatra a play that i hate but has a beautiful line um yeah. i mean they all have beautiful lines and that's that is maybe the thing that i always say right with like all these plays that I hate, which is like a solid third of them. I hate a lot of these plays, but all of them have beautiful, beautiful poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have, I have long said that if there were a way for you to, you know, dissect the fabric of my soul, you, you could see that it, it is made up of the Columbia river seagulls, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, The Muppets, and Shakespeare. And rain and gravy and beards. Um, but like that's all of it. <laughs> those are those are the things that make that's up it. my soul. That's, yeah. Okay. Um, now I know. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I I love all of those things. Um yeah, so like I don't the so the uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Like I could just go through some of my favorite lines like i don't know i don't know what you want from me aubrey i i i I want nothing in particular i i do find it um and i ironic but not unusual actually Mm -hmm. that um folks who try to describe the language of shakespeare find themselves (laughs) inarticulate (laughs) or like feeling inarticulate Mm -hmm. um i mean i do too you know because i'm like oh yeah the language man it's so good it's good Um, but no, but it does. It's just like, and and it, like you said, even in plays that I hate, like I'll mm-hmm. watch one and I'll hear something and I'll be like, damn, that's good. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, uh, a play that I thought I'd heard a bajillion times and I mm-hmm. and I know backwards and forwards, like Romeo and Juliet, you know, mm-hmm. like I. Ugh, um, Romeo and Juliet's so good. Fucking A, Romeo and Juliet's good. You know what I mean? Like, huh. Say what you want, like, about, I think we get muddled sometimes in, like, yeah, the play, some plays bother me because, like, the characters do dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, and that annoys me as a human CF being. Um, yeah, right? Um, and, like, just the men being men in most of Shakespeare's yeah. plays, but we talked about that last week, so anyway. But, like, you know, I think we get that mixed up with, like, the the play's writing being bad, mm-hmm. and it's it's not you know, it's absolutely not the, the play is writing. Um, the yeah. writing is fucking magnificent. It's and it that's it keeps me coming back, you know, every yeah. time. It, <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> what did I say? You coming. You said coming. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like I not just this not just like oh, just Hamlet being dirty because she is always. But also um, 
one of my favorite lines from Romeo and Juliet is if love be rough with you, be rough with love. Mm. Um, you know, Mercutio says that and I don't know, I want it to somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, and once upon a time, a million years ago, uh, I was dating a man <laughs> who was an actor um and was you know the one of the last in a string of actors and then i said no more actors um Good and choice. he he sexted me one time mm. with a voice note that was him saying if if love be rough with you be rough with love and it was very mm -hmm. very sexy and it's hot as fuck it's hot all I have ever wanted is someone <laughs> to get on my level and talk Shakespeare to me. Yeah. That to me is like, that's better than sexting. That's better than like dirty talk for me. That that's like, that turns me on far, far more. And I TMI everyone, but also you're welcome. Now, you know, do you, um, do you want to hear the cringiest story ever about me and Shakespeare's language? Of course you maybe. do. Of course, <laughs> okay. I do. of course I do. Yes. Always. Um, so again, a million years ago, when I was no longer a teenager. In your salad days. In my salad say. days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very, very close uh -huh. to being. I was 20. Okay. Okay. Um, and I, I was at the very, very beginning of my courtship with my husband. Um, like we are talking the first month or two, like mm -hmm. very, very early. Um, and he, he would stay over. Um, and then he was a swim coach. So you had to get up really early for practice and he, mm -hmm. you know, he'd be out the door at five, five thirty somewhere in there. And I was a 20 year old and a college student. And so I was like, this sure. is the middle of the night. Right. But a thing that I would do not every night, but many nights before bed is I would maybe Google, although I don't know that google was really a th quite a thing because this would be like 2005 2006 somewhere in there um but i would go and find a like two or three line bit of shakespeare that had something to do with like the morning and then as he would like wake me up to kiss me goodbye in the morning i would mutter the shakespeare at him <laughs> as like a oh this Aww. is just a thing that i do and definitely <laughs> not a thing that i memorized before i went to sleep last night <laughs> he thought it was cute so that is cute it is yeah. cute and then we got married and then we you know we were married happily for some time and then we weren't and it was fine mm -hmm. um but yeah i I come by it honestly. I've loved Shakespeare's language for a very long time, and I have I have used it to woo. Yeah, because why not? I've used it to wound, but never Ooh. to woo. <laughs> Ooh, I never had the chance, man. Never had the chance. Uh, we've talked about this briefly on the pod before. Mm. Um, my best friend from high school went on to be like a big time Hollywood writer and she's yes. written a couple novels. Right. Okay. Yes. So in her most recent novel, um, she has, she ripped a, a page out of my life, which is not important um, to this particular story, but she's, she has written a like a fight scene, not a fight scene, but like a, an argument scene um, in which there's a like, teen drama girl because like you know of course uh, <laughs> um and the teen drama girl uh hurls a shakespearean insult at the people that she is fighting and it's so bad <laughs> um and the when i the first time a bad I, line badly delivered badly um, used like well, what i'm trying you... to find it i'm trying okay. to find it but the first the first time that I read it, I like immediately screenshotted the page because I, I was doing it on an ebook um, and texted it to Britta and was like, I will never forgive you for this because there's so many better <laughs> Shakespearean insults. And also like, I'm right here and you could have texted me <laughs> like I could have I could have given you. A better one. Oh, here it is. Uh, okay. 
So she says, here's here's the section. Coach Howard tries to pull them apart, but he can't do it in the mud. I take a step away from their flailing legs and bump right into River, who's slapping Lincoln with a muddy towel and calling him every Shakespearean insult she can think of. This is for treating Taylor like scum, you saucy lackey. I wish we were better strangers. It's like, it's not... Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's <laughs> something more iconic. So, so like the bunchback toad. Actually like the bunchback toad. More yeah, which is I think maybe why it's stuck in my head that yeah. I maybe that was what I texted. She her. just like, took as you like it. Right she just there. pulled as you yeah. like it and a couple of lines from as you like it yeah. and mashed them yeah. together. And it's not anyway. Um, with no <laughs> disrespect to my friend Britta, I love this book. It's called Like Other Girls. I know I've wrecked it before, but I'm wrecking it again. It's just that one little bit. I was mm. like, come on, babe. You could have done better. Anyway, uh, I've been talking about language for like 10 minutes. So now you go. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, mine, you know, the thing I I always love about Shakespeare is Mm -hmm. the spinoffs and adaptations of Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. I can't get enough of them, man. I, you know, I know I, um, last time I said, you know, translations or like the modern Mm -hmm. English translations or whatever. They're cool. Like the idea that we need them for understanding doesn't jive with me, but the fact that they exist is cool. Like, and I, I really love, you know, I love that series that was on BBC for a while. Shakespeare retold. Mm -hmm. Like I love any and all like fan fiction about characters who don't get enough like stage time. I love the movies and Mm -hmm. the, well, some of the movies, some of them are really (laughs) bad, but like, but the fact that that people are still thinking about it and like kind of carrying on the tradition, Mm -hmm. you know, cause that's all Shakespeare did. Shakespeare was just a plot line magpie Mm -hmm. from the stories of his time and, and before, you know? And so now he's, his work is part of that. And people are taking from it what they want and making their own stuff. And I just find that delicious. I just love, well, really in the spirit of springtime, I just love Easter eggs of all sorts. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is your favorite adaptation and why is it 10 Things I Hate About You? (laughs) (laughs) Um, That one is a really good, that's a really good adaptation. Because Heath Ledger, hello. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes Heath Ledger um someone was just telling she was like I don't know if you know this movie but it's an adaptation of Shakespeare and it's got um oh the guy who played the Joker in it and I went are you talking about 10 things I hate about you the greatest Shakespeare adaptation of all time <laughs> she was like yeah I was like yes I know about this movie yeah no the way I found out about 10 things I hate about you in 1999 children when it came out, when it came out uh that was my sophomore slash junior year in high school depending on mm-hmm. what time of 1999 i can't remember when exactly Spring it came out but somebody thing. at school came up to me and was like and this is how much of a shakespeare nerd reputation i'd already built for myself mm-hmm. by being the kid who since fifth grade wore like shakespeare t-shirts and shouted shakespeare insults at people <laughs> um <laughs> She, somebody came up to me and was like, Hey, have you heard of this movie? 10 things I hate about you. I think you'd really like it. And at the time I was like, Oh, romance movies, whatever. Um, and they were like, no, there's this character in it. And she's like the Shakespeare girl. And she goes, uh, she has this line about like, I don't just know Shakespeare. We're involved. And it made me think of you. And I was like, oh, wow. Now I have to see this movie. So, so yeah, like me and the side character, the the best friend chick, um, I think her name is Marcella or Marla or something like that. Yeah, like, it's Marcella, she, I think. Yeah. And um, the Shakespeare girl, right? And she's like yeah. the drama. Ch- that was, she was my Patronus. <laughs> um. And she is part of the reason why I even saw that movie at all um, and why I still love it. Because I was like, damn, I was that girl. I didn't wear the Renaissance get up to school because that was a bridge too far. And I was more of a tomboy and I liked my jeans. But that was that was that was me. (laughs) She was me. The movie just had its 20th anniversary right in in 2019 i guess not just four years ago yeah (laughs) yeah it's coming um, up on its quarter century anniversary yeah and they're 
someone somewhere wrote like an oral history of the movie that really did a deep dive into um Marcella and and Shakespeare um and I'm She's trying so to find it right now She's so I great like she definitely was it. me in high school all she wanted was to be wooed <laughs> by someone who who would use Shakespeare to woo her Yeah that's literally all I wanted uh, and of course I thought it gave me an air of mystique to be like the only kid in school who understood and liked Shakespeare so I was the Shakespeare whisperer at my school. I don't know about you, but no, yeah. there were there it were was. plenty of us, although I think perhaps um, as as far as I know, I am the only one of my high school to go on to have a career in Shakespeare. I think he probably spoke to me the most. Mm-hmm. Shit. No, I had one. I had an adaptation on the tip of my tongue and then you distracted me. Sorry. Was it The um, Lion King? <laughs> No, no, it was not the Lion King, but I still maintain that I was the only 10 year old in the movie theater watching the Lion King going, hang on, this is Hamlet. (laughs) And I remember turning to my mom and going, mom, this is Hamlet. Yeah. Um, Mandela. That's her name. Not Marcella. Mandela. Mandela. Okay. Well, I got the beginning sound and the ending sound right. Mandela. Yeah, she was rad and she was my avatar. Shit. I had well you sorry. keep you keep coming. It's I'm okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh it'll it'll either come to me or it won't. I just love them all. I do. I I, I love that they exist. Um oh, and like finding there it is, finding like the sneaky Shakespeare adaptations, like when I started watching Empire, that TV show, mm-hmm. and slowly realizing that it was a Shakespeare adaptation. Um and I was like, ooh, that's super sneaky, but also very, very clever. Um, I yeah, like that and, kind of stuff. Um, succession is supposed to be Lear, isn't it? Right. Yeah. 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 So was Empire. Empire was Lear. Oh, um, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not really much of an opera person, but the ones that have become operas and ballets and stuff, I think, mm-hmm. is rad, too. I think, you know, and mm-hmm. that they that iconic moments on stage um, have become gorgeous pieces of visual art you know like i love that that to me that's a spinoff that lives in the adaptation and spinoff family like that's awesome yeah you know i've seen not seen yes seen no i've seen (laughs) um the mary wives of windsor opera that's german Mm. um which was surprisingly delightful for how little i like that play Mm. um it was a student production so not great mm-hmm. but also not horrible mm-hmm. um it was a fun time it's fun that's time. awesome yeah. right item uh, three item three what is item three the mystery Ooh. i wonder what i meant by that oh what i meant by that <laughs> um the mystery is your thought <laughs> when you yeah. wrote that <laughs> yep um, <laughs> just like we know so little about shakespeare right we know like for a goddamn fact like six things um maybe 10 on a good day um and i just i um, again a million years ago when i was a wee baby grad student um i went to a conference at the folger that was something like shakespeare and the problem biography um and was like starstruck because there were like some big names there that i had um you know just been reading their work in class and margarita de grazia asked me for a piece of paper and that is just like always my claim to fame is like margarita de grazia wanted she wanted some paper from me and i gave it to her and she was like thank you and i was like you're welcome um (laughs) i'd be so excited for you if i knew who that was we read her in textual culture you will not remember because that class did not make an indelible mark on your brain in the same way that it did for me correct yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah um also Stephen greenblatt was there and publicly referred to himself as his horse's ass which just delighted me to no end um anyway that is neither here nor there. The guy who was um, at the time and maybe still is, although this was almost a decade ago, so I don't know. Uh, but at the time was the editor of the ODNB, the um, Oxford Dictionary of National Biography, which is a brilliant resource. And I love it. Um, he gave a keynote and he was like, look, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Is that like 
we don't know things about Shakespeare. We think that we do, but we really, really don't. And, you know, there's the, the whole decade, right, that we we can't pin him down. We don't know where he was or what he was doing. Maybe he was poaching deer. Maybe he wasn't. But the thing is, is that we could have the man himself stand up here and give us a day-by-day account for his whole life, and it would change nothing, it would change nothing about how we receive the plays or read the plays or teach the plays or think about the plays or love the plays or perform the plays. So why do we care? Um, and that has stuck with me for, you know, a decade because like it truly does not matter. And along with this idea of the, you know, the endless spinoffs and adaptations, the the not knowing about Shakespeare makes him such a good character for plays, for books. What's that play that everybody loves, that I think is bad. Gonna have to narrow it down there. <laughs> uh, that it's it's a modern play and it's about Shakespeare. I keep wanting to say Inception, but yeah. it's not. Or Euphoria. God damn it, Equivocation. Equivocation, I knew it was an E. It was a yeah. one word, that way, that play. You know, it makes, it, he, he's a great, brilliant character in mm-hmm. that play. Like, I don't really like the play, but I cannot deny that putting putting personality onto Shakespeare is really mm. interesting and putting motive onto Shakespeare is really yeah. interesting. That's why Shakespeare um, in Love was such a hit, too. Yes. You know? I'm yeah. sorry, the documentary Shakespeare yes, in Love? Yes, the, the documentary <laughs> Shakespeare in Love. Yes. Um, <sighs> going to have to watch that tonight, too. I mean, too. speaking of adaptations, like that yeah, one right? just... I mean, I think that might be a kiss. Sp- spinoff more than sure. an adaptation like a prequel even like, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like origin story yes. in the universe of, Ugh, of the I shakespeare you know in the shakespeare yeah. cinematic yeah. universe I, I love that shit <laughs> love it yeah don't know that i really think that gwyneth deserved best actor she for did that, not she kate blanchett got robbed i stand my girlfriend kate blanchett but can kate we blanchett agree that judy dench for best supporting actor in that Yes. deserved every inch of her what nine minutes on screen oh my god yes and can we also agree that joseph fines got snubbed by not even being nominated so not even being nominated angry. i don't remember who else was up for best actor that year like i don't let's look i don't remember who won best actor in 1998 i don't care i just was mad that he got snubbed he was in two fan fucking tastic movies that year and got nominated for neither of them and his work was stellar mm, stellar be, sorry i think we're looking at 99 not 98 the oscars happened in 99 but the movies yeah. were released in 98 yes yeah. yes yeah. yeah 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 okay but yes. i googled oscars 98 and that oh did yeah not, no a year that early. got me they got me the wrong thing okay oh. um so the the noms for best actor were Roberto Benigni for Life is Beautiful, which was a right. great He film. was the one who won. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he won. Because um, you can't beat a Holocaust film. You can't. Um, Just can't. We've got uh, Tom Hanks for Saving Private Ryan. Ian right, McKellen yeah. in Gods and Monsters, which I, I never saw that. Same Nick Nolte for Affliction, which is not a film I think I've ever heard of. Nick um, Nolte. Ooh. And Edward Norton for American History X, which I mean, he was also fabulous in that. He was. He was. I mean, that's a top tier list. But you know yes. what? Fuck Nick Nolte, man. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, he should have been nominated. Joseph Fine should yes. have been nominated. I don't even yeah. care if he won. That's a stellar list of dudes to to be nominated with. Yes. Like, yes. And Jeffrey Rush was nominated for Best Supporting right. Actor for Shakespeare. Everybody Love. else. Everybody else who, who was named principal characters Judy? was nominated. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. They snubbed oh, yeah, him, he, and that oh, was harsh. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, they snubbed him, and it. Uh, um, yeah. So Gwyneth was up against Kate Blanchett for Elizabeth. Yeah, I know, um, and I was pissed. I was you're mad about pissed. Still, um, I'm still yep. very hot under the collar. Yep. That Kate uh, lost that. I was Fernanda, like, or maybe Fernanda Montenegro for Central Station, not a film oh, I that I know. Remember, uh, Meryl Streep for One True Thing, and then a person I've never heard of, Emily Watson for Hillary and Jackie, which I presume Yikes. is a Jackie O movie, but I don't yeah. know who Hillary was. So, um, you mean Hillary Clinton? I couldn't be. Could it? <laughs> I believe so. Not but let's not I, go down not, that rabbit hole. Now I'm Googling it. Hillary and Jackie movie. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. We can cut all of this. <laughs> no. It is not about 
Jackie O. It is a 1998 British biographical film uh, starring some people as the British classical musician sisters Jacqueline Dupre for cello and Hilary Dupre for oh, flute. Oh, wow. I was way off base for that. <laughs> yeah. Way to be so American, Aubrey. Yeah. The film it's covers all about Jacqueline's us. meteoric rise to fame, her alleged affair with Hillary's husband, Christopher Finzi, oh and her struggle Lord. with multiple sclerosis starting in her late 20s, ultimately leading to her death at the age of 42. Oh, wow. I've never heard of this movie. Never heard of it. No one cares. Yeah. I mean, someone cares. Sorry. The Academy Jackie cared. And Hillary. The Academy but, cared a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway. The mystery is what I love. <laughs> You know what? It's our last episode. We can be as fucking we, chaotic as we no, want. No, you know what? We promised retro Jess and Aubrey behavior. Did we? We did. And now And we delivered. Oh, that means Already. we need to talk We've about my delivered. boobs at some point. Okay. Well, there you go. Now you've done it. Paralypsis. <sighs> done. <laughs> um, yeah. I love, I love the things that we don't know about Shakespeare totally. and the deer. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Um, the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Um, number four. Number well, number four on the whole list. Number two on my list is yeah. just the line, <laughs> "Villain, I have done thy mother." Yeah. Villain, what hast thou done? Villain, I have done thy mother. So good. It's Shakespeare just... invented the your mom joke. Oh God! And the knock knock joke, like. The jokes that Shakespeare has given to the world, like dads everywhere should rejoice, you know, like Did Shakespeare really invent the knock knock joke. Is that Yes. True? Yes. What? Yes. What? Well, like many things that we attribute to Shakespeare, uh, it might be that he was the first one to write it down. Um, and use it in a play. But yeah, the porter and his fucking knock-knock jokes. Oh, knock-knock-knock. Who's there? Knock-knock. Yes. Yep, he invented the knock-knock joke. I Well, this makes me have to tell my favorite knock-knock joke, which Please is... Knock-knock. Who's there? The first line of Hamlet. The first line of Hamlet who? No, that's because who's there is the first line of Hamlet. That's the joke. Oh, <laughs> I think you've told me that joke before, and I think I, I've made the same mistake. D- yeah, I definitely have. The, On the, brand. Yeah, the worst production of Hamlet I have ever seen. Um, or at least the most memorably bad production of Hamlet I've ever seen. Cut the first scene. Um, Rude. Yes, just entirely cut it. Um, I, and I walked out of the theater surrounded by, you know, a, a handful of other Shakespearean scholars. <laughs> And I stood on the steps and I said, knock, knock. And they said, who's there? And I said, the first fucking line of Hamlet. And they were all mad with me. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, bless Shakespeare. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's, you know, it's that and just like other zingers yeah. throughout, just peppered throughout the can. It really just goes back to what you said about the language. The language like it just, yeah. the language just, it, that won't quit. It just won't quit. One of my favorite um, jokey languagey lines is in the Tempest. Um, no, it's sorry, it's in the Winter's Tale. <laughs> I'm mixing up my late plays. It's in the Winter's Tale, um, and it is Autolycus who says it, and he says, mm-hmm. "Though I am not naturally honest, I am so sometimes by chance." Um, I love it. Which is such a good line, and also is one that I considered for a very long time getting tattooed on my body and still might because I love to lie. I love to lie, but not about important things about like, I drove to the moon yesterday. I tell outrageous lies that, you know, Mm. are fake from, from the beginning. Um, Mm. yeah. I also, you know, just lie about everything. My name's not Jess Hamlet. It's all but an act. And in what our final episode, twist. I will take off my mask and reveal that I was Scooby Doo ah, all along. She's just I, a stack of children in a <laughs> trench coat. I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good lines. I mean, just like with the simple shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Holla, you clown. I love that. It just tickles me every time. Just every time. 
I mean, Every time. for years in grad school, we all just said to each other all the time for sometimes reasons and sometimes not. Oh, Lord, sir. Oh, Lord, sir. Remember? Yes. Remember doing that? Yeah, I do. I started it. So, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The all's well that ends well fan. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's not just only in all's well. No, but like. But yes. Yeah. Lavatch makes a big deal out of that yeah. phrase. In the, right. Yeah. 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 Like it's just. Yeah. Ugh, tickles. It tickles. That's <sighs> all. That's. I got. It's there's no, no more depth to that. Moving on. good. Okay. Um, well, here's the thing that I love about the podcast. Yes. Which me. is tangential to Shakespeare, um, as we are, you know, the Hurly Burly Shakespeare show. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I have loved all of the times that we have gotten a bunch of nerds together to read plays yes. for the podcast, which yes. I think maybe we only did, what, twice? Yeah, maybe twice. three times? Twice? I think just twice. Okay. Yeah. Yorkshire Tragedy and uh wool old wives tale yes yeah which is always in my head is owt and then i go one woman town and it's not it's never one woman town cholera yeah (laughs) if you know you know folks which you know you know most people don't nope there's like 12 inside joke that we were not gonna explain again vintage hurly burly coming at you right now vintage yeah um but it was just so fun. And I think yeah. maybe for Yorkshire Tragedy, which is such a weird short play, we did it early in the pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And, and it was so lovely. <clears throat> just like gathering some friends. Totally. And seeing friends. Yeah, on Zoom. And like we were all on Zoom. But my heart, my heart swelled three sizes that day. <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah know. it was good i mean there's a reason why i think throughout history people have gotten mm-hmm. together in their drawing rooms and mm-hmm. read plays together you know yeah, yeah it's a good time yeah and just yeah to, you know it's community it's reminding yeah. us that, that we have this incredible community which leads me to my next item if you're okay with that segue yeah, go for Unless it. Unless you have more to say about the group nope. reads. I All loved the it. The end. <laughs> incredible guests we've had over yeah. the six seasons of this podcast. Like Can I we... am just floored by like the caliber yes. and the the breadth of knowledge and experience that we've brought into this show. Mostly yeah. due to you. I want to give all the props to you because you were the one for the most part reaching out, doing all the reaching out and making the yeah. connects and bringing them in. <clears throat> Can we can we shout them out? Can we shout oh, please, out our yes. guests? Yeah, um, hell yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna need your help here because yeah. this is this is a very partial list that I've got. But Katie Osborne, yep, um, who I think was our first guest. We totally launched her to fame. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So she's Katie, like hella famous now. Katie, she's hella famous. Uh, Joey Gamble. Yep. Who has a book coming out this year that is going to change y'all's lives. Yay. Y'all are ready for it. Joey. Um, Patrick Harris. Yeah. He's been on. He's one of our frequent flyers. The, uh-huh. the amazing, incredible, most frequent guest we've ever had. Molly Saremet. Yes. Who, who uh, love. <laughs> um, <laughs> the most inarticulate love. That I love you, Molly. Just, like, <laughs> love you. I just, I love, I love, she's my best friend. I love her. <laughs> um, we had Mia Gosling of Good Tickle Brain. Yes which she was so rad she was she talked symboling with us that was incredible um lindsey snyder who is a an incredible badass um american sign language interpreter Mm -hmm. uh, and theater practitioner talked to us about some some fantastic theater that she was working on yeah um linnea barkland came and talked to us about two two noble kinsmen yep Mm -hmm. yay lenny um we had maria hart talking with us about Sir Thomas More had to be had to be yep, Sir Thomas yes, More. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to Maria who definitely yes. listens to these episodes as well. Does she? Hi, Maria. Does she? She does. She texts me about them every once in a Aww. while. Yeah. I haven't had a text from her in ages. Well, now you're gonna get one because she listens. Yep. So, Hi, Maria. <laughs> um, Paige Reynolds, who who talked to us about um, playing Shakespeare's women. She was um, fucking incredible. She was yeah. so cool, and I 
that in that episode, I knocked a glass of water over on my computer because <laughs> I was so excited and I gestured yep. and then yep. I was like, ah, um, my other best friend, Courtney Parker, we've had yep. a couple of times, um, uh-huh. Merlin Sell. Yep. Have, we've had once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> I, think, I think once as a guest and then she definitely was part of at least one of our reads. Yeah. We, we made her yeah. play Juana Bango because obviously we did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Who else have we had? We, we um, have had Sawyer Kemp. Yep. I was just going to say Sawyer. I was just going to name check Sawyer. Um, Yasmin Hashimi. We've had uh-huh. her recently. Um, um, yep. We had Emily Lathrop. That's right. Elizabeth Tavares. We've had. That's right. She was, Elizabeth she was just Tavares. in a read though. Um, not just um, in a read. She was, she was in a read and we loved her. We yep. loved having her. We had um, a few actors. We had Topher Embry, mm-hmm. Brandon Carter, Greg, Greg Phelps. Phelps. Um, Greg Phelps, still the only cis-head white dude to make <laughs> yep. the list. Um, so way to go, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, buddy. You passed yeah. muster. Yep. Um, Sheila Corsi. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Not not through Alabama, but in fact through Joey. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, we had Sheila on to talk with us about true mm-hmm. crime and Arden of Faversham. Oh, and Haley Swinson. How could oh, we Haley, forget? My other best friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, talking about In case about you haven't rats. gathered, folks, best friend is like a tear for Jess. It's not I, a person. It's a tear. Yes, it is true. Um, I just, Nothing I wrong love, with that. I love my friends. Yeah. I love my friends. Um, and I can't choose. They're all perfect. Oh, no, Don't I make do me the same choose. thing. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I do the same thing. It's a tear. Um, yeah, it's a tear. Yeah. Yeah, Haley talked to us about rats in rats Coriolanus. Rats in Coriolanus. Which was so, so great. It was. Oh, we had Finch. Oh, we, we did had have Finch. We had Finch on to talk about Musidorus. That's right. Yes, what up, we Finch? Did. We love you. Yeah. And then there were some folks who joined us for the reads only. Oh, um, Ali O'Mara. Of course. Yeah. Oh, Charlie Bell. Had to had to oh, be that's he right. had to show up in one of those. Um, yeah, we've had some incredible guests. Yeah, we'll, but like these these folks, you know, made our work better, made it so much stronger. Better. They, you know, um, they can contrib- they fun. contribute. Yeah, way more fun mm-hmm. and and like, you know, the the things they contribute to the community in general, like is yeah. is ongoing and awesome. And and I have <clears throat> I have been really glad that we've been able to boost that visibility for them a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, I you know. It's not like we have a massive following. We're not, <laughs> we're not. My dad wrote a porno or anything, no. but like a little bit. It's a little but bit. As far of a boost, as Shakespeare you know? podcast goes, we're for not being backed by an institution. We're we we have done okay. Yeah, we have. You know what? Yeah. We have. We've gotten. Yeah. I think the highest number of subscribers we've gotten to is about ten thousand, close Holy to it, like 9,500, 10,000. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's not, I mean, that's there's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, that's pretty you fucking know? great. So yeah. so yeah. I've I've been glad that we've shared our platform with some really incredible people. Yeah. Tell me some more things that you love about okay. stuff and things and we'll, okay. we'll just keep going cuz I love okay. them too. I love yeah. all of these things. Um I love the the miracle/chaos of <gasps> early modern culture. Um yeah. pr- particularly early modern printing culture and yeah. how it's just like the the miracle that any of these texts from any early modern author made it through time to get to us at all, given how yep. flammable the city of London was. <laughs> and yeah. Like, <laughs> Seriously, London, sort your shit out. Right? And and just how nobody was thinking about posterity except Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. and nobody likes Ben fucking Johnson. Like, the worst. Well, some people like Ben Johnson, but they are wrong. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, but nobody else was thinking about that, you know? So, like, it's just a miracle that that any of it found its way to us or to a yeah. safe landing place and survived anyway. Yeah. So I think that's a miracle. But also, like, just the, the, the chaos, learning every time I learn more about just the absolute chaotic nature <laughs> of life at that time. Yeah. One, it makes me appreciate the miracle of the transmission of these texts, but also, um, you know, especially when it comes to like punctuation and language and the flexibility of language and stuff like I found that so 
freeing. And this is coming from an English teacher, okay? This is coming from somebody who was forced to teach grammar standards to young people. Yeah. It has allowed me to let go of the idea that there is a right and a wrong. And like, yes, there is standardization for for reasons that are valid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, standardization of language is helpful to a certain degree. But also, there's a lot of room for flexibility and expression and and the fact that like the semicolon just kind of came into being in this time and they were really excited about it and semicolons just appear everywhere right it just i don't know it just tickles me like that that's it was so vibrant and i'm really glad that i wasn't alive at that time because i think life would have really sucked for me oh yeah um on a lot of levels and i probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't have lived very long but um (laughs) i'm glad to live in the century i live in most of the time but like but i i just love i i love the things that were birthed in that period (laughs) that have have found their way through the centuries to to me to me yeah. and only me to only um, you only me <laughs> only you. i just love that it just yeah. it just brings me joy every time i think about it and learn more about it yeah i you know? same yeah there's i you know there's there's not much that i love more than early modern drama star wars maybe maybe um but i love love reading early modern printed texts the modernized ones are fine, sure, but I want to go to the source. I want that mm-hmm. 1612 quarto. I want that, you know, 1598 octavo. I want those. Yeah. Um, because they're weird and they're yeah. smushed and they're like some, some of the speech headings are incorrect. Sometimes speech headings change. Like I want, I want it all. Yeah. Like it's wild. And I, I love being able to share that with people too. Like I, yeah. One of the favorite, favorite things that we do in our in our workshop curriculum at ASC that we do is our textual variation workshop. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, it is it brings me so much joy to be able to convey this to people. And the text and like, is a lie and nothing is real. Exactly. And like relieve them of the burden of mm-hmm. like the one true text too, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know. I feel like if I if I proselytize about anything, it's that. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. I love that lots. Yeah. <laughs> like in every every author's little idiosyncrasies and then yeah, just all that stuff. It's just I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um and the <sighs> fact that we get into weird rabbit holes about it on this show. <laughs> you remember you know? a million years ago we were doing a midsummer episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was in season one and it yeah. yes. And I we we rabbit hold hard about Swarthy. swarthy the word yeah. swarthy yeah yes yes we did <laughs> yeah it was hot ice and wonder strange snow was that yeah it was it's yeah. that line yeah and it's just it was wondrous swarthy snow something like that yeah or yeah. yeah yeah um and we i was like the fuck and then we footnoted and we rabbit right. hole and it was amazing that was a good episode yeah, I just love that it gives us endless, it gave us endless material for six mm-hmm. whole seasons. Mm-hmm. A lot of that shit. Um, and then my final thing is, um, but the thing I've loved about the podcast is coming up with new and outrageous and ridiculous games for us to play. Yes. <laughs> I love that stuff. I think there's like a sliding doors alternate universe of me somewhere out there being like a game maker, but not like a video game maker because right. that's too much coding for me, but like old school games, um, like board games and card games and shit. Like I should have been part of me should have been a game maker because I love <laughs> coming up with that stuff. I love gamifying things. Do um, you, do you want to play a game for old time's sake? I would love to, which okay. one? Line roulette? I don't know. Those are the only ones I can you think do of. Line roulette. We also had a game way back in the day called Choices Were Made, where we oh, talk about some yeah. of the questionable choices in productions that we've seen. Requires we have, have seen a Shakespeare play more recently than five years sure, ago. <laughs> sure. Um, we had a Lost Plays roulette, mm-hmm. where we made up the plot lines mm-hmm. of some of these from these Lost Plays titles. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Fuck Mary Kill. Which I didn't make oh. up, but we had a good time playing it. 
Um, let's we... let's <laughs> each do let's each do a round of line roulette. Okay. And then, just like we did last time, where we talked about the plays that we hated, let's talk about the plays that we love. Okay. In like a fuck Mary Kill style. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes, yes. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or like, right. would we have to narrow it down to characters, or would be would it no, be like it's fuck the play? The, the play. Great. Yes. Cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well. Okay. So. In order to do a line roulette, we would have to pick a. We would each have to pick a play yes. to yes. do it out of yeah. first. Yep. How about just to up the ante? Okay. I'll pick a play for you, and you pick a play oh, for me. Oh fuck off! All right. Um, let me let me look at this this list of plays here. A good one for you. I'm not gonna go easy on you. That's what I'm not. Oh gonna please do. don't. Yeah. The harder the harder the better. <laughs> that's what she said okay alright are you ready for your play yeah shit yeah hit me King John alright it was either that or Henry VIII but I'm gonna go with King John alright I, I love King John I know you do alright All right. we are act five. Oh, fun great how many scenes do we have in act five so many at oh, least okay. six uh scene three okay all right it is 24 54 okay okay what's line? what's line yeah it is two short sentences in one line a verse which i find Amazing. interesting it is set on towards swinstead to my litter straight <laughs> Swinstead. That's not a place. I mean, get it together, England. Get better place names. Swinstead. I get a minute. Okay, so in case folks are brand new to the show today, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) um, But we get 60 seconds to explain why this line encapsulates the whole play. Yeah. I Great. Okay. I, I got this. All right. And the line one more time is? The line one more time is, set on towards Swinstead to my litter straight. Oh, and who says it? Uh, King John. Oh, great. Okay. Go ahead. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Starting the timer now. All right. So this line, these li- these sentences, set on towards Swinstead to my litter straight, encapsulate the whole of King John because one, they're, they're short and to the point. They're said by the king. He's issuing orders, which is a thing he does throughout the play, I think. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um, It's been a long time since I've read it. So uh, Swinstead is a place in England that they're battling about, I guess. Um, And a litter is a carriage um, set up of things. So... You know, the and people are going to and fro on horseback and in litters. That's what happens in this fucking play all over the place. There's lots of travel, you know, so so it just really like embodies the sense of travel um, between France and England uh, that happens in this play. And that's my time. <laughs> Weak. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I did my best. You're perfect. All right. Ooh. What's my play? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me pull up my list. I hate your face. <laughs> Henry VI, part three. Ugh. I know you love a history play. All right, okay. Uh, yeah. We're going with act four. Here, let me show you so I'm not making this up. Act four. Okay. Excellent. Um, what is Henry VI, part three? Okay, act four. Uh-huh. So, so many scenes. So many. Um, it's scene a beast. Seven. Excellent. Okay, we've got, here's a five. Okay. And the I, seven. I don't need you to verify. I trust you. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So, and then on, then, nope. Yeah. 25, 16. Okay. Which is. Okay. But up. All right. Yet as we may, we'll meet both thee and Warwick. I mean. I. That's easy. Um, this okay. Is, you tell uh, me when you're ready. Edward Four, who is speaking. Um, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Whenever. whenever Timer starts now. <clears throat> All right. 
yet as we may, we'll beat both thee and Warwick. I mean, come on. This is this is like the end of the Wars of the Roses. We are battling between York and uh, the other one, Lancaster, the Red Rose and the White Rose, right? And like York, the King, not York, Warwick. <laughs> Remember how York's in this play? Yeah. Alas, poor York. I knew yep. the Well, that's uh, how he died. Fun that's fact. how he died, yeah. Um, uh, so the, you know, Warwick, the kingmaker, um, you know, plays a big part in this. And so like this is this is we're we're coming to the climax. Right. We are meeting both sides uh, of the battle on the field. And then they kiss and make out and hold hands with each other. And they run off into the sunset of the That's three suns. Right. On the battlefield. How that goes. Um, and, you know, they all live happily ever after and uh-huh. the end <laughs> excellent <laughs> okay but for real though how much better would this play be if they did make out i i'm they'd all be better if everybody yeah. made out make i mean it it'd be porn but still <laughs> i mean it does making out is not porn no but we know what it leads to jess and i want to see it oh okay well then yeah it's porn i'm <laughs> um, here for it that was fun. I loved it. Okay. Uh, so okay. tell me then, yeah, yeah, Aubrey, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, pick uh-huh. in in no order, pick your five favorite plays. Okay. Got this. All's well that ends well. Okay. Wait, Coriolanus. Sorry, make, it make it your top six. Six. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for breathing. That's fine. All's well that ends well. Coriolanus. Hamlet. Henry Four Part One. Much Ado About Nothing, and A Midsummer Night's Dream. All right. Okay. So, Fuck, Mary Kill, All's Well, Coriolanus, and Midsummer. Oh! Okay, no, actually, that's easier than it, than it, than it originally <laughs> sounded, because okay. I would fuck the shit out of Coriolanus. Obviously. That play is so horny. Obviously. Yes. Um, I would marry midsummer because it's perfect Ooh, interesting and, and just endlessly gleeful and that's the kind of joy i want to be married to right. and i'd kill my darling i would kill my dearest love your favorite play well. you would kill that's i would kill it. yes okay. well i have an infinite variety of that's fair. So. um fuck so. mary kill uh-huh. hamlet one henry four much ado oh dear um, okay. I would go with the same method all over again. <laughs> okay. I would fuck Henry four part one. Cause I like how I know you I do. Know. Um, I would marry much do about nothing. Um, cause I could rail on stupid Claudio all the time. Like yeah. he just endlessly yeah. enrages me, but also I love that play a whole lot. Like the Beatrice Benedict thing forever and ever and yep. ever. And I would kill Hamlet cause that's what he wants. Honestly, yeah. you got to give the guy what he wants. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Give me your top okay. six. Hit me. All right. Okay. Let me, let me think. Um, so winner's tale and mm-hmm. Pericles obs. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, as you like it. Okay. Macbeth. Right. Is that four? That's four. Twelfth Night. Okay. I think I'm going to wild card this one and I'm going to go Romeo and Juliet. I love it. Okay. 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 Fuck, Mary kill. Uh Uh-huh. Winter's Tale. Okay. As You Like It. Okay. Romeo and Juliet. Ooh. Okay, I think I would marry R and J because, like, on the strength of the language, mm, gotcha, and yeah. also because you know that Mercutio is good in bed. Yes, yeah. all the way up until Act Three. Yeah, yeah, and then he dies. But you know, yeah. he that's dies. Fine. <laughs> Ask yeah. free to me tomorrow, and you will find him a grave man. Um, such I know a you good love those line. dad jokes. I it's see. so good. It's so good. Uh, yep. Okay, so I, I think I would marry R and J. Okay, I think I would fuck as you like it mm. because it's just fluff. It's not just fluff, but it's it's a lot of fluff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of all the sheep. It's because of all the sheep. Um, are there sheep now? You like it? They are mentioned and goats. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then I would I would kill Winter's Tale because really what I love about Winter's Tale is Bohemia. Uh, which is not much of the play, and Leontes can absolutely get fucked, and so can Paulina, who can just get fucked. Right. So yes. fuck them. We established that yeah. last episode. Yep. So okay. I would kill okay. Them. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. Um, fuck Mary, kill Pericles, Macbeth, or Twelfth Night. This is hard. Uh huh. Okay. Pericles, Macbeth, Twelfth Night. All right. I think i would marry pericles i figured because you'd say that yeah that is my favorite yeah. play yep i think i would fuck macbeth because right. that's hot that play fucks first of all yeah um and second of all threesome with the macbeths hello that would be thrilling and dangerous oh yeah <laughs> which is how i like my sexual encounters that's yes. not that's not true i don't <laughs> just gonna retract that immediately <laughs> um and then what's left 12th night i have to kill is that that feels right kill um, yeah yeah so you'd kill 12th night. i think i would kill 12th night that that feels okay to me yeah i'm i'm comfortable with that choice I mean, I don't, I don't love it because I love Twelfth Night. Well, I mean, of course, that's the nature but, of this game. Obviously. Yes, exactly. And it's why yeah. it's hard. I mean, that's why we play. It's, yes, that's it. <laughs> it's so revealing. Amazing. So revealing. Uh, um, that's delightful. good. Should we? No, we because that's not what this episode is. All right. Um, should we um, move towards the end? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. We ended on a high note with a game. Yeah, you know? yeah, or, yeah. Which I love a like, game. We didn't play enough yeah. games this season. We didn't, we didn't. play any games this season. We didn't. Mm-hmm. We are foolish. I well, this have, has been fun. <laughs> yeah, I have loved this time with you mm. for six mm. years. So. Also, Aubrey and I are going to stay friends after this. I mean, yeah, this like, is not like yeah. saying goodbye and no. walking away and never looking back. This is, yeah. you know, it's not... Orpheus and Eurydice. Yeah, no. Yeah, we're good. Um, <laughs> Our relationship is solid. We yeah. will hang out without microphones. <laughs> yes, that is still possible. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. But but I have I have you know thank you for picking up this weird kernel of an idea at a time when I really needed a project. Um. Thanks for taking me with you. <laughs> like it it's was your so brilliant fun. idea, and we've we have gone places. We have. We have you know? seen things. We have said things. We have heard other people see things and say things. We have said things we can never unsay. <laughs> yes, we can. Um, yeah, that's just, just who would have thought in 2017 that we would produce a podcast that talked so much about my boobs? <laughs> never would have thought it. Actually, yeah. knowing you, I should have thought it. But yeah, I didn't. right. I was prepared for the butts. Uh-huh. Like yeah. obviously they're gonna be butts. It's us. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my boobs made far more appearances. They did. My they did. um the chair of my department. Uh I had my I had my second year pre-tenure review uh maybe a month ago. Um and on on our way out, he was like, you know, yeah, uh when when we were interviewing you, I, I listened to a couple episodes and I went, Oh my god. Like of all of the things that you could have said to me, like please don't that because you probably know more things about me than I really needed you to but also you know i always said this was gonna be part of my portfolio it's on my cv it's part of the tenure package like there it is you unfiltered it's me unfiltered and it's it's not yeah i don't think we've done anything to be ashamed of no i agree what we have is in the archives for me to listen to (laughs) only me (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. we've said some shit (laughs) but um yeah it's just been a really joyful time and yeah yeah, it's been it's been a delight. It has. It's been a wild, wonderful ride. Mm-hmm. And I I've just I've had I've had such a time. And I have loved getting to read 
and talk about weird ass plays which like yeah mostly was because of my comps i was like i gotta read all these plays so we gotta fucking talk about them um but also because i like the weird shit (laughs) so um i like sharing the weird shit yeah we just we love it's been a really great time and we appreciate our listeners and our Mm -hmm. fans and Mm -hmm. the people who have written to us and just come up to us over the years and or reached out in whatever way and celebrated um the fun we were having so it's been been awesome it's been wonderful yeah so thank you everybody so much for listening we we hope you leave this podcast more informed than when you started and if you want to get more informed, you're just going to have to listen to the back catalog because yes. ain't no mo. So. And or follow me on Twitter because yeah. I'm dropping hot knowledge all the time. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, I guess one last time. Yeah. Whamlet out. The Hurley Burley Shakespeare Show is produced and edited by Aubrey Whitlock and Jess Hamlet. If you enjoyed our podcast, please tell your friends, rate us, leave a review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts. For show notes and other stuff, you can visit our website at www.hurlyburlyshakespeareshow.com. You can get in touch with us by emailing holla, H-O-L-L-A, at hurlyburlyshakespeareshow.com. You can also find us at hurlyburlyshakes on Instagram or at hurlyburlyshake.com no s on twitter the land on which i live and work colonially known as stanton virginia is the unceded territory of the monacan confederation of nations and i pay my respects to their elders past and present the traditional custodians of the land on which i live are the lenape nation and i pay my respects to their elders past and present learn about where you live at native-land.ca get involved at ndncollective.org and find out more about the Landback campaign at landback.org. All opinions you heard are strictly our own and not affiliated with the institutions we represent. I'm going to name and shame here. We went mm. to grad school very briefly with uh, a gentleman called Nicholas Ciavara. Do you remember him? I remember. Yeah. He maintained Sorry, Nick, not sorry, Nick, because you're wrong. Uh, He maintained that she's the man with Amanda Bynes and Channing Tatum. Yeah, it's Twelfth Night. Was a much better adaptation than 10 Things I Hate About You. Get out. No. Name and shame. No. Name and shame. No.